1: It's time for the B-A-Q-A-A, the B A Q A what you say the B A Q A no man but the B A Q A with Tiffany the B A Q A with Tiffany hey so Mandy's out the stew hopefully she's dropping that baby as we speak instead of dropping it like it's hot um but you know our girl Mandy she out here just mandying doing all the things because Mandy K never sits still I'm sure Mandy's like getting literally I don't even know Painting the house Or something like that Because Mandy is A busy body Uh, But we're gonna get Mandy to rest child But I got y'all We have Great questions today We got a money question We have a business question I wonder which I should do first Hmm Uh -uh, uh -uh, uh -uh. You know what Last time I did the money question first and the business question second, going gonna flip the script, okay? So the first question comes from my mentor group. So y'all know that I mentor young women, especially black women in business. Well, not young, young in business. So you can be, you know, 10 and you could be 110 but like newish to business um and i do that through patreon via mymentortiffany.com and so one of the things that comes up again from my mentees is about mm, about last time i checked maybe like a thousand eleven hundred mentees one of the things that comes up over and over and over a question that comes up is tiffany if i like when i'm ready to hire how do I go about doing so? Like, how do I know who to hire first, second, third? How do I go about hiring? So, come into the room, the mentee room. So let's talk about hiring and the mistakes that I made so you don't make them and um, and um, what I would suggest. So everyone's initial um knee-jerk reaction when it comes to hiring someone, they think that they ought to hire like an admin first, which kind of makes sense, right? You're like, oh, I need help with these emails. I need help navigating you know like some sort of some honestly somebody to kind of like put by your side to help you pick up the pieces typically that's like an admin and that's what i did and i would say "Eh, eh, eh, eh," that although having an admin can be a important component to like growing your business and making it more stable i push back and say the first person you need to hire is a financial person because Money is the lifeblood of your business. Literally, the blood that flows through your business body is money. And if the money ain't right, sis, neither are you. Walk with me, okay? So here's the thing. I know this firsthand because I hired an admin first. And for the first two years of business, I did not do my taxes because who had an accountant? Not me. (laughs) I had admin. And so I was afraid... And that's not true. I had gotten an accountant, but I had gotten one later on down the line. And as a result, I was behind on filing for taxes. And then I got afraid to mention that I was behind. And it just became a mess until my accountant, God bless his his soul. He's still here. But Carlos hit me up because he saw me at ShopRite, literally took his car and blocked the entrance, blocked the the aisle. He said, you in my office this week. I was like, Carlos. I'm scared to come because I, I haven't done taxes since I started my business and I'm overwhelmed and I don't have any receipts and I'm still using my personal bank account to pay bills. I'm still using my personal debit card, credit card. I'm a mess. And I know you are too. I know you don't have a separate bank account. I see you, sis. I know you're still using your, your personal credit card, your personal debit card more than you ought to, even if you do have a bank account. I know you're still commingling funds. This is what we all do. And it's not, okay, it's not right, but it's okay. And so Carlos said, "How much do you think you owe?" And I don't know why, but I had convinced myself I owed eight uh, I owed um thirty thousand dollars in taxes. He was like, "Did you even make $30,000? <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> I don't know why. That's the number I had in my head. He was like, "You don't. He said, "I've done your taxes over the last two years and you owe about eight. And I was like, oh, that's not as bad, even though I didn't have eight. But still, that wasn't as bad. He said it would have been about five, but because of the fees and all of like, because you haven't filed your taxes and you've been late in paying, it went from like four point something, four and a half to five to eight. And that's when I realized, uh that the delay in working on getting my finances together was costing me money. And that money could not be reinvested back into my business. The budget needs to. So if I was going to go back to young B back then, I would have said, Tiffany, you need to get your accountant or bookkeeper, someone in that realm, first and foremost, you don't need to get them like first second. But the moment that you say to yourself, you know what, I need to hire someone like ideally an accountant. Now here's the thing, an accountant, the good thing is, is that you meet, you can meet with them quarterly. And so, um, prices can range anywhere from, I don't know, like $1,500 for the year to upwards of that, you know? And so you can save up and say, okay, before I start my business, I know I'm going to find an accountant and I'm going to, you know, and, and, and make it my business to be able to afford that $1,500 for the year and, or also potentially a bookkeeper. That would be kind of honestly, honestly, probably my second hire if I had, um, multiple streams of income. So if let's just say I had a smaller business where maybe it's a speaking business, I might not need a bookkeeper because it's not like I'm speaking every single week where money is coming in so rapidly that I need to keep track. But let's just say I had a business where I was selling things online and I was making, you know, 10, 20, 100 sales a month. A bookkeeper is going to be, um, A a helpful person and bookkeepers, you know, you can find a bookkeeper for around four or 500 bucks a month, give or take. And so it's not a little bit of money. But the reason why bookkeepers can be so helpful is if I would have had a bookkeeper I wouldn't have had the issue of not have, I didn't know what to give Carlos, my accountant, because my finances were a mess. So a bookkeeper is what keeps you in line day to day. The bookkeeper keeper is, um, is creating a ledger of money coming in and money going out. They're keeping you financially organized day to day. So that way, when it's time to file taxes, whether it's once a quarter, every other, you know, um, twice a year or once a year, the bookkeeper puts it in a, in um. in the the way that an accountant receives it. So they're gonna upload it to like um, QuickBooks or they're gonna put it in an Excel spreadsheet in the way that accountants navigate. Now, some accountant firms will also um, offer bookkeeping, so you can ask about that. But to me, child, if I was hiring, like, you know, in the very beginning, because here's the thing, you could be your own admin. Is it a lot of work? Yes, but here's how I was my own admin. So in the beginning, like, especially when I had no, 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 no money, What I used to do was I remember thinking to myself, everyone is writing me, hey, Tiffany, and they're asking me for personal favors. I wish there was someone else that was like a middleman. So they didn't know that I saw it. And so I was like, well, why do they don't know who's answering this email? So I made up an admin name. Her name is Michelle. And to this day, my admin, her name is Rose for real. But she still answers my emails as Michelle. And I've had about five or six Michelle since I started the business 15 years ago. And so I was the first Michelle. You would email me and say, hey, Tiffany girl, real quick favor. You could come speak at my school and Michelle would write you, hello, Tanya. Thank you so much for reaching out to Tiffany. This is her admin, Michelle. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's me the whole time. Um, um, can you please give us the time and the date? And I will check with Tiffany to see if that if it fits with her schedule. Meanwhile, it's me. You know, and then people are like, oh, excuse me, Michelle. Is she available on Friday? I'll ask. And I'm like, I'm not. Because girl, I didn't want to work for free. So Michelle would invite back. Unfortunately, in this moment, Tiffany is not available. But please check back in another two months when she has some more availability. It created the space between me And the people emailing it, emailing me to ask for requests, and it made me look a little more professional. Well, I even got Michelle her own email, child, Michelle at michelleatthebudgetnisa.com. Ain't no Michelle. And so, but it was so helpful. So I learned that I could do that for myself, but what I couldn't do was the business finances for myself. And I'm telling you, if your finances are funny, child, I've made so many financial mistakes with my business because I didn't learn that lesson until too late. It's cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not almost seven figures in mistakes and tax mistakes. I finally paid my last tax bill. It was like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Okay, so I'm telling you this from a place of, girl, don't be like me. Listen to me, but don't be like me. You know, if you're in business and you're you're considering starting a business, you know, you, you want right away to separate your business funds from your personal funds. So instantly getting two separate checking accounts two separate debit accounts, you know, ideally look to see if you can get even two separate credit cards. Sometimes that's not possible because they won't issue you a credit card just yet. Although there are some business secured cards where it's literally like a a credit card that you put a deposit down. And that $500 that you put up for the business, that's the limit on your, on your business credit card. So that's available. Um, but separating your business and personal funds, getting yourself an accountant first and foremost, and you may or may not need uh, a bookkeeper. And then as you grow, you might need other financial people, but that would be my first hire. And, you know, hiring is not easy. And, and then, you know, if you don't have any additional money, consider interns. Interns are a great way to learn how to lead to learn how to defer, um, and to, to give, um, instruction to, you know, interns, there's a great website. I'm going to find it. I'm going to, um, my sister Tracy, who's like also a publicist, this is great website where she finds interns who, um, they do it for, for, for class credit, you know. Um, I'm going to find it. And we'll put it in the show notes. Uh, but interns are a great place to start too. Um, but know that interns are typically only there for like a semester, so three or four months. So you can't be living and dying off interns. Um, but a, and interns are a great way to find some good people that I've hired interns after they've interned for me for a while. So, but hopefully that was helpful. I know it was, girl, because, you know, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. 15 years in the game, $40 million later, I have learned all the mistakes the hard way. So you don't have to. If you are someone who is like, oh girl, I want to start a business, you know, or my business is, you know, up and running, but I don't really know what I'm doing, or I need some mentorship. Mentorship is so critically important. Then head on over to mymentortiffany.com and join our Patreon. It's only 10 bucks a month, but if I'm being honest, it's going up to 20 bucks a month, but the old people will be grandfathered in. I think actually it's going up next month. I don't know when this is going to air, but y'all. So if you want to lock yourself in 10 bucks a month, it will always be 10 bucks a month for those who sign up for 10 bucks a month and it'll go up for new people um, later. Um, But yeah, you can join us at mymentortiffany.com. Link in the show notes. We're going to take a blizzy black break and come back with the money question. It's actually a really good one. And I'll be back in black. Y'all don't tell me I've been acting up too much. Tell her I've been good. I've been real good. All right. See you in a minute. Hey, BA fam. This
0: episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link squarespace.com brownambition brown ambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Just visit squarespace.com slash ambition to get your discount today. Remember, your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together.
1: Hey, hey BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay. It's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast
0: Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank.
1: And we're back and black and brown. Mm -mm 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 -mm. So first of all, shout out to this lip that I'm wearing because so y'all know we have this super dope black, um, Um, producer her name is Imani and Imani was like yes lip I just love black women because we compliment you like for what you have on yes bun okay skin brown see you (laughs) I just love being black you all so she was like okay with these lips and so (laughs) because we love black around here my lip is by um if you was watching us on YouTube you would be able to see it but you know my lip is by this black owned um um I guess health and beauty brand called The Lip Bar and I actually know Melissa personally she's super dope black woman in business she actually was rejected on Shark Tank but when Jesus said yes nobody say no so she has grown her business to be this multi-million dollar business that is available at Target um, she's ba- she actually um, Melissa is from Detroit from the D and I've been to the lip bar in Detroit it's super cute and so I'm wearing <laughs> guess what the <laughs> let me tell you how <clears throat> I am right on 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 point right here so the lip color I'm wearing is called Rich Auntie <laughs> and that ain't the truth okay because Lord knows I'm a rich auntie so it's really pretty it's like this like mm. it's a it's a a very pinky red so you know. and my liner is MAC but whatever you know we're not gonna give MAC too much because it's cyber world via MAC whatever but we really here for the lip bar rich auntie okay that's one of my favorite colors it's one of her best sellers so let's get into the money question of today so this question comes from Naya hi Naya you see what I did there so Naya says, Hey, Tiff and Mandy, I am 29 years old. And until I found this podcast about six months ago, no one, all caps, I repeat again, all caps, no one has been able to make me one, care about, two, feel educated and empowered about my money. Naya girl, don't have me crying up here, Naya. Okay. She says... I struggled with math since I was younger and often felt discouraged by my ability to manage my money. Aw, mama. But you all use language and concepts that really help me to get it. Yes, that's what we're here for, Naya. She says, I have a question for the B-A-Q-A. That's a little dance to the tune of Tiffany's song. The B-A-Q-A-A, the B-A-Q-A, what you say? <laughs> I love that you love that song because I feel like Mandy hates it, <laughs> but it's here to stay. Oh, no, she doesn't hate it. Um, so she said, I recently started a new job. I'm trying to be intentional about my retirement options. Good, Naya. I have a decent sized rollover from my last 401k, about 5,500 vested. Okay, good. I was told I have two options. You actually have more, but that's okay. One, open a rollover IRA with my personal bank so that it's always there if and when I change jobs or two, roll it over into my new jobs 401k plan. I have, have I said roll over enough? <laughs> I'm trying not to get taxed. Y'all taught me that. Yes, girl. What are some of the advantages of a traditional IRA versus keeping the money in a 401k uh, or vice versa? Is it better to have two accounts or just keep all of my retirement funds in one account? Thanks for all that you do to educate our community. Naya, girl, first of all, we're gonna give you a round of applause. For thinking about this ahead of time, for understanding that you can trigger a tax, an unwanted tax, um, uh, trigger, you know, if you don't do this correctly. So I'm glad that you're asking this question and we're gonna get you straight. So there are actually multiple things you can do. So let's go over. There are five things you can do. So one, you can leave your money in your current 401k plan, but, um, you know, the, the problem is, is that like, like the pro is, I guess it's just convenient, but the con is child, you know, one, you can't contribute to that plan anymore. So bye. Two, um, they might actually charge you additional fees because you're no longer an employee and who wants to mul- manage multiple, like, you know, IRA or 401k plans to two different companies. So we're, that is an option, but cause I want you to know that there's options. There are about four options, but we ain't, we not doing that. Okay. She can't sit with us. We're not leaving your current 401k plan where it is. Bye. Okay. Two, option two, you can roll it into a new 401k plan. This is one of the options that you brought up. And so here are some of the pros. So assuming that you like the new plans, the costs and the features and the investment choices, this can be a good option, right? So your savings has the potential for growth that is tax deferred, meaning like you don't have to pay taxes on it now because, you know, with 401ks, you don't pay taxes now, you pay taxes when you pull it out. Um, and so you can continue. And if you continue to work for the company, um, then, you know, you could just continue to add to that 401k plan. Those are some of the pros is that everything is right there. You know, you know, you probably will have the same protections that you had in your other 401k plan. The cons is that you're going to need to liquidate your current 401k investment and reinvest it into your new 401k plan. And the new money, this money that's going to be rolled over will be subject to your new plans, withdrawal rules. So, you know, you likely, whatever, once you lock that money in there, you're not going to be able to typically take it with you unless you leave your employer. But I mean, I think that's a con that you kind of know, like I'm going to put my money here and leave my money here. So you can leave your money with this. You could roll it over to this new place. The key that's really critical is that you are not to do the rollover yourself. The bank has to talk to the bank. So they're going to tell you, like I just rolled over some money. Right. So it wasn't for me to like cash out the money and say, here's $30,000 cash. No, 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 no. Like literally they're going to do them themselves and give you clear directions for one, for me, for example, they actually sent me a check that was not for me, it did not even have my, it had my name on it, but it really was for my new plan. And I was literally supposed to mail the check to the new people. That was it. I was like just to hold the check and mail it to the new people, if that makes sense. So you just want to make sure that in rolling over whatever you choose, that you don't accidentally trigger a tax and fee Um, You don't want to trigger any of that because one, you're not 59 and a half. So if you take any money now, you're going to be, um, there's a fee attached to that. And then two, like, just like when you are 59 and a half and 60 and 65, if you take your money out, you have to pay taxes on the money either way. So you will be paying twice. So you don't want to make that mistake. So this is a viable option rolling over into your 401k plan. Now there's nothing wrong. I don't think anything, there's nothing negative here. You just have to decide. So number three is um you can roll it over into a traditional individual retirement account. So that's an IRA. So you have a 401k and the IRA is basically like a 401k that you have at your, it's not by an employer, it's with your bank. So because IRAs are not sponsored by employers, you own them directly, you won't have to worry about making changes to your account should you change jobs again in the future. So this is a pro. And the IRA provider might offer you a bigger range, like a wider range of investment options and services um, than your new employer. So many times 401ks will just have mutual funds and mutual funds typically have higher fees because a mutual fund, typically the the investments inside of a mutual fund are picked by people. Right. And so when someone gets involved, they want to get paid. And so as a result of that, mutual funds have higher fees that are called, uh, oh, of course I forgot the name of these damn fees. Either way, they're called fees. Um, But it's like a special fee, a special name for those fees. But so... There might be, so you might want to compare. If it was me, I would compare, you know, here's the bank where I bank. Let me see your IRA. What are your fees? 401k at my new job. What are your fees? And then what are my investment options? Do you just have, you know, the um, investment options at your 401k are probably pretty limited. They typically are, but IRAs are usually pretty broad, but broad might not be good if you're going to be overwhelmed in choices. Okay. So the pros are maybe a lot lower fees bigger investment options. Some of the cons are once you roll over your funds into an IRA, they may no longer be eligible for future rollovers into a 401k plan. You know, so what that just means is, let's just say later you're like, oh, I'm at this new job and I really like them and I love the choices they have. I want to take my IRA money out of my personal bank and then put it into a 401k plan at this new new job." You probably won't be able to do that. But that's okay. Um you'll also need to specify how the funds are invested. This is where people get hung up. And if you don't do it, the money is literally going to be sitting as cash, literally losing its value via inflation. So you have to put money, you have to invest it actively, you know? So like I said before, so the, the pros here are, Likely lower fees potentially, but you're going to check on them and also bigger investment options. The cons for rolling it over into an IRA, your own personal IRA are that you won't be able to roll it over likely to a 401k ever again. And that's not so bad. But also if you're someone who can't pick investments, you're not really sure you are going to have to pick. So, you know, asking yourself, are you, are you, do you feel comfortable doing that? So that's the third option right? So number four, you can convert it into a Roth IRA. Now a Roth IRA, the difference between Roth and regular IRA and an IRA is you get the tax benefit upfront. You don't pay taxes now, you pay taxes later. The Roth IRA, you do pay taxes now on the money that you put into that Roth IRA. And then later when you withdraw it, you don't pay taxes later. Okay, so the pros are the withdrawals are entirely tax free in retirement as long as you're over 59 and a half and you've held the account for five years or more. Okay, now the cons are because Roth IRAs are funded with after tax dollars, you're going to have to pay taxes on the money in your 401k that you're rolling over. You're going to have to pay the taxes now. So like, let's just say you're, you know, you're taking out the 5,500. I don't know what the tax rate is. Let's just say they say you're taking out a thousand dollars from that. You'd pay taxes. Now you put it into your Roth and wouldn't pay taxes later. A Roth IRA must be open for five years in order to withdraw earnings tax free. And you're going to be subject to that 10% penalty. If you withdraw your money, any money before you're 59 and a half. So that's just in general. That's why I said you don't want to cash out. Because there's a 10% penalty plus whatever the taxes are you're going to pay. So Roth IRA, so this to me is not my fave. Because, you know, like you're you're already in the IRA 401k space where you haven't paid taxes. So I probably wouldn't consider it, but I want you to know it's available. And the last thing that you can do, the fifth option, is the cash out, right? So that just means that you are just going to take the money, you know, like the pros are like, you could take the money. um, um, I think like after you turn 55, you could take the money from your 401k and just cash it out, but you sound like you're 29. So that's, that's a pro, but not really for you. But the cons are, um, your withdrawals are subject to a mandatory 20% federal withholding. And in some cases, um, state withholdings. So you might, you know, like it's going to be taxed with, like you're going to be taxed plus um uh, a penalty if you're under the age of 59 and a half, which is across the board. And so the cons for taking out your money now are, and I did this, so don't do this. I did this, I was 30, I was about your age. I was 30. I was leaving my, um, well, my, my preschool, I was a preschool teacher and my school closed its doors because they lost their funding. And I had about $30,000 in my, um, accounts I taught for like 10 years in my 401k. It was a four, three B, which is basically like a 401k for nonprofits. And, I didn't have any money because it was a recession and I took all the money out and I lost so much of it because I had to pay taxes on it and I had to pay that 10% penalty. And so I'm telling this from a place of where I've been, don't go there. So the two options are to me... You know, I'm not giving you financial advice because you got to get that financial advice from people that you pay for financial advice. But if this was moi looking back at 30-year-old Tiffany when I was making the choices, I would be leaning into rolling it over potentially to my new 401k plan at my new job and or opening up an a, a personal um, IRA. And the thing that would help me make the decision is who has more fees and do I feel comfortable making my own um, investment choices in my IRA? If I don't, then I might go with the 401k. If I do, then I would go with the IRA, especially if the fees are low. These are the, these are the things I would be thinking. So I'm not here to tell you what to choose, I'm here to give you information so you could choose what's best for you, sis. Okay, Naya. And eh, 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 Naya. Mm-mm-mm-mm. be knowing stuff i do so hopefully that was really helpful not just for you naya but for the listeners at large. if you have a -A -A -A, b-a-q-a-a b-a-q-a what you say a -A b-a-q-a with mandate a -A b-a-q-a with tiffany you can go to brownambitionpodcast.com and you can click like the contact us button and ask your question there you can hit us up on Instagram. We are the BA podcast. We, no, we are Brian Ambition Podcast on IG. You can message us. We are the BA podcast on the Twittos. Uh, we are also um, Brian Ambition Podcast at gmail.com. So you can email us, message us, get to us across the board, you know, go ahead on and get you this lip. Rich auntie by the lip bar. Okay. Cause it's serving for the gods. Um, ask your questions. If you want to be a mentee, like I said, the link will be in the bio show notes, Tiffany.com. And um, yeah, hopefully you like it here. Hopefully you love it here. Cause it's cute here or whatever. And so I love your questions. Keep asking them and keep coming back and tell a friend. Have you told your bestie to listen to BAQA? Have you forwarded her the actual podcast? Don't be stingy sis. Share the wealth. All right. Until next week. Bye.
0: Hey, BA fam. We could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. The Brown Ambition podcast is produced by Imani Crosby and Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru. I am your co-host, Mandy Woodruff Santos, and we will see y'all next week, BA fam